BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Simple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We'll have a special guest here in the next segment. Should I tell them who it is, Sip? Yeah, the go listeners? ahead. Let's okay. do it. Good morning. We're going to have Paul Klempa, the women's bowling coach in for Nebraska. That's in awesome. studio. We love Paul. He is a... He's a, a favorite of the listeners because he makes fun of you a little bit. He does some... Yeah, and he loves rock and roll, by the way. He loves Boston. He loves the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. For sure. Those are his two bands he loves the most. Yeah. Do you have yourself together? Well, I told you that I woke up this morning and noticed my phone was about dead, which means it did not charge overnight. And I guess nobody in the world carries a phone block anymore. They just have the cord. Because I have a cord in my bag. I assume, okay, where's my block yet? There'd be one at the station. I search here. When I get here, I ask Gus. He's saying, I have a cord. I said, well, so do I. You have a cord. Where Does nobody have a block anymore? Does nobody have the actual iPhone block? <laughs> you are. You are. I don't understand. I mean, there's one right behind you. There's a cord behind you with no block. That's it. I will say this. Um, as I get ready for the show over here. You, um, your haircut looks nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I had a rough day yesterday. You know. Yes, that. you did. Somebody ran yeah, into you for, for the second time in a couple years. Here I am, just pulling up to a stoplight. Now I was moving at this time. Last time I was stopped at the stoplight. Okay, but I was breaking very slowly. Not not a screeching halt. Where were a you? A proper stop. Okay, I'm sorry. Where were you? Uh, just about 27th and J. Hmm, interesting. It's going south. Okay, I had to get to a meeting at like you know. Tenth and South, basically okay. taking a, a weird way to get there. Yeah, I suppose. Kind of a weird way. Well, anyway, and got- uh, but but you know, ever since that accident I had a couple years ago, when I got hit from behind, I, I have this tendency that every time I'm braking to, to check the rearview mirror to see if the person behind me is paying attention and also braking. Uh-huh. Well, guess what happened yesterday? Yeah. I did the same rituals also as always, and notice the person behind me is not braking. Yes, this is gonna hurt. Yeah, <laughs> because it can't go left. That's Twenty Seventh Street coming north. Yeah. 
that's bad. Can't go right. There's people in that lane. Uh-huh. I can't go straight. There's a car ahead of me. Uh-huh. It's going to be impact. Yeah. And it was. Everybody's okay. You can though. see the car when, you know, after at the break and see it is it is beat up again. Yeah. I feel that's my baby, you know? I don't have a kid. That's my kid that has been hit twice, taken out of my arms and slapped basically. Now what happened to the body shop? Yeah, I've already contacted insurance. I mean, she the person took fault for it because it was their fault. The person. They were texting and driving. Oh, is as that you right? Hear ads. I mean, all the ads are saying oh, yeah, don't you do that. You see it all the time. You see it all the time. I'm not I saying, do it all. I'm not the time. saying. Okay, that I'm not yeah. going to. I do it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm innocent. I, I text yeah. and drive too. But at that time, I was not. And gotta, that person was. I got to quit doing it. It's dangerous. I mean, yeah. It is. It's very. And I mean, there is. Right yeah, there's. I have. Yeah, there's two. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a rough day. Um, but, well, you let's, know. Let's be a little more lighthearted here. Was. Should we be more obnoxious than yesterday? <laughs> is, that, less, is, it, or, is it possible? <laughs> Yes. Some might say it's not possible. No, yes, it is. Was I disrespectful to you at any point? I don't recall. The, the sh- I mean, that was 24 hours ago. I you, you, but you weren't. You didn't walk out saying, he is a disrespectful ass. No, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. No. You didn't? You don't think so? Well, again, it's I, not very definitive. Listen, when you, I had a day. Yeah. Everything yeah. kind of just changed during that when it happened. Okay. Everything that happened before that, I kind of forgot about. All right. Well, I think we got to work on I mean, at one point yesterday, what you said to me, you're like a, like a, a farm animal in a pasture, which wasn't right. I said you were a horse out at pasture. Yeah, <laughs> we, so, we were comparing ourselves to what running horses in the Derby, and I yeah. said that you're not really kicking the stall, kicking at the gates. You're more like in the pasture, right? Which is not which is fine. Not exactly. What's wrong with that? A sign of respect. So, well, are you 20 years old anymore? No. I'm not even kicking at the gates anymore. <laughs> Whatever, kick at the stall. Are you out in the pasture just wandering around? I'm out around? in the pasture. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the pasture. I'm, ha- I'm grazing and I'm having a great time. Okay. All right, I'm just trying to establish. Yeah. Listen, we're both in the pasture here. <laughs> okay. I will try to be less obnoxious, Not, but I'm not going – I will be obnoxious, just maybe a little less I don't obnoxious. know if that's possible. Don't, don't lie to the people here. Please don't. Just be what you're going to be. You know what tomorrow is? What is tomorrow? Big 12 million. Oh, days. yes, it is. We'll, we'll begin with that. 402 464 5685. Call or text as always. If you keep thinking, oh, football still weighs away, well, tomorrow would indicate you need to wake up because it's almost here. Big 12 media days down in Arlington, Texas for two days, Wednesday and Thursday. Obviously, a lot to get to down there with the discussion of potential expansion again with talking to Pac-12 to Pac teams. Oh, by the way, Baylor, for the first time in program history, is the favorite to win the conference this season. This can become an Oklahoma discussion very quickly. Oklahoma is the hunted. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a piece of knowledge about Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma going to Big 12 media days, not as the favorite, as you mentioned, as the second favorite. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma going to Big 12 media days starting tomorrow at Jerry's World without with one preseason All Big 12 pick. Do you a know what punter. The, yeah. Do you know what the talk is in Oklahoma? I did a little research what's yesterday. The, what's the talk? Read our friend Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman. Okay. You know what the talk is? Talent's down in Oklahoma. Not only did they have one player on the preseason all big 12 team by the way after having nine last year one this year they haven't let's put it this way 
Lincoln Riley did not produce a first-team All-American in his head coaching tenure. He was the offensive coordinator when Kyler Murray was an All-American. But he did not produce an All-American. The, the, a common narrative in Oklahoma right now is Oklahoma's down talent-wise. Good news for Nebraska. I mean, they're not bad. They're just not they – they're not producing first-team All-Americans. Um, this is the first time they've gone two years, two consecutive years – without doing so since ni- since 1996 to 1999. And, again, one, one player, first team all Big 12. They're good. I talked to a coach last night, and he said he was struck last year by how kind of pedestrian Oklahoma looked. Just not, 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 okay, let's put it this way. Not. Alabama talent, not Georgia talent, not – I mean, more like Ole Miss-type talent, not even that probably. So, again – Do you think Lincoln Riley was aware of that and that's why he might be bounced, saying I don't, I don't, I don't have know. the guys? I don't know. I mean, USC's a fresh start. Yeah. I can get a lot of talent in California. For whatever re- – and I'm not saying – this isn't me saying this is going to be an easy game. But Oklahoma's <laughs> – no, no. I mean, I'm not – No one ever For Nebraska. That. For Nebraska. There's no easy games for Nebraska. I'm, I think that's true. Well, they they make it hard on themselves. That's just a fact. Say I'm negative all you want, but they make it hard on themselves. That's a realist take. You're negative all you want. Um, mm-hmm. that. So that's one topic. That's step. I mean, I don't know. That's a topic in Oklahoma right now. Barry wrote about it. I I think it's going to be a, a very interesting tone for media days in in, in Arlington because again, there's going to be some concern about are we going to be a part of the super conferences. We see the Big Ten and the and the SEC making big moves to, to become a super conference. Texas, Oklahoma are leaving the conference, obviously, to go to the SEC. And now there's rumors of, of you trying to add up to six Pac-12 teams. I mean, where is the Big 12 at? What Are, are they going to fold or are they no. going to add? They're, better, they're in better position than the Pac-12. You know that. We could they about get that. to 18 teams? Yeah. yeah they Do you could. think they'll take six teams from the Pac-12? They- they could. I mean, they're in – all I would say is this. They're in a better spot than the Pac-12. They are. The Big 12 is, in a, I would say, a much better spot than the Pac-12. They they can – I mean, what what's the Pac-12 selling? They just lost USC and UCLA. Well, Texas, oh, the Big 12 lost Texas-Oklahoma. I mean, it's the very – But they've added already. Yeah, they've added lesser teams. <laughs> They've added, though. They have added, but people... Are you that, trying to tell me that the Pac-12 no, is in better position? I'm not telling you that. Are you really going to do that? I'm not, but the Pac-12 can sit here and say, well, okay, well, they've added teams from the group of five, basically. But no, no in, in general, yes, the, the Big 12 is in a much better spot the Pac, than the Pac-12. The Pac-12 would be... I mean, it, the Pac-12 could help itself by adding BYU. Yep. Big 12 already has Already them. got it. Already got them. I'm not going to be obnoxious. We're trying to. I can see. I can see they're holding it back over there. How much will that? How much will that be a topic? A lot. It'll be a lot. Brett, your mark's gonna be there. Yep. The new man in charge. The new commission. Brett, your mark. Welcome to the party. Hmm. He doesn't officially start until August one. Today's the twelfth of July. 
but he's been talking about this realignment stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's not in a bad position. He's in a position of probably acquisition. They're going to be acquiring. I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, I mean, the, the question here is timeline. How, yeah. How, when, is it by the end of the year? Is it, is it by, by... the end of the week. Yeah, right. Is it going to be something where you hear rumors during media days of, hey, the Big 12's adding teams? Big 12 media days, Wednesday and Thursday. Will we hear anything? Right now, have you noticed... Again, since you crickets, US, yeah, it's been nothing. Crickets, which which is which is interesting, right? Right, right. Because it was crickets before USC UCLA. Nobody had that information. Mm-mm. We heard rumors for about you know a week or so, maybe that that all oh, all these teams are going to potentially move. Look look at the Big Twelve. Look at the Big Ten. Maybe the ACC. But ever since then, it's nothing. been sort of strange, hasn't it? Even the USC UCLA talk died quickly. I mean it, it it was huge. It was a big wave of news and it hit us hard. But then it just sort of huh? All right, that's it. What's next? Yeah. And then there's been crickets. Now there's a school of thought that something needs to be done before media days begin, various media days. Well they begin. They begin tomorrow. Yep. Are we hearing something today? If I were Barry Trammell of the Daily Oklahoman it's just the Oklahoman. Just by the, the Oklahoman. Yeah. yeah. If I were Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman, or I worked at the Dallas Morning News, or wherever in the Big Twelve, if I worked at the Des Moines Register, if I worked at the Kansas City Star, you want me to name all of them? All? Uh, maybe two more. Maybe. <laughs> if I just worked to hit them all, the I Columbian suppose. Tribune, Columbia Tribune. I I would be on guard today, right? Wouldn't you be on guard? Because if you're the Big 12, if you're making some moves, wouldn't you want to announce it? Announce it at media days, Wednesday, Thursday. At media days or before, right? Yeah, either today and you can make it official tomorrow. Say we're excited to share some great news for the conference, huge news. The commissioner's going to be there. Hasn't start. I mean, it makes you wonder. That Just that alone makes you wonder that the commissioner's going to be there. He'd probably maybe be there anyway, but... Yeah, he's going to be there. Maybe he feels a need to be there because there's going to be significant news. It would be really big news if the Big 12 acquired Oregon Uh, and or Washington. Those are the big national type brands that you would figure are going to the Big 10, although I heard last week that might not be the case. I don't know. You You never know who to believe. Just a source. I don't know if that's true, but what if that were like? What See, if the, the Big Twelve? The, what if the Big Twelve scored Oregon and Washington? Those the, they helps. need those ones because I don't, if you add six schools from the Big from the Pac twelve, I mean it depends who they are really. Well, if, what I mean, if you go get Arizona State, Arizona, Utah? Utah would be a big ad. Utah would be big. What, 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 Arizona State? I mean, yeah, I mean they're they're not Oregon. It ain't Oregon big. As no. we all point out, that I mean, this is this is Phil Knight. Phil Knight at Oregon is the big is the big deal here. If you if you land Phil Knight in Oregon, like you've you've got the big splash here. I guess, yeah. I, and I guess Washington's connected with Oregon in that conversation. Yeah. National, that, that, national they're, not, they're not as big of a splash as Oregon is, but there's a, a splash. National brand. National brand. Washington. Oregon's the brand of the Pac-12. Yeah. What if what if the Big Twelve went and got Colorado? Hmm. I mean. 
that's good for them. Yeah, it's really not, good. It's not the same splash as, as Oregon. No, really good though. But it's it's positive. It's getting. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's going the right direction, not going the wrong direction. Where you went last year when you lost Texas Oklahoma. So that'll be a big talk there. Uh, from, Oklahoma. The oh, go ahead. From Tim and Sioux Falls on the text line uh, four six four five six eight five. Will this be the last? Big 12 media days before it gets rebranded, or do you think they will keep the Big 12 name? Great question. Great question if you're a sports writer heading to Jerry's world. Great question for Brett Yormark, the new commissioner from Rock. What, Jay, what is it, Rock Nation? Rock Nation. Yeah. What did you think you'd want to rebrand to, to, to establish, hey, we are the Big 18? We, hey, we're a super conference, dang it. Don't forget, you think Big Ten, SEC of all the big names? Well, we just added six teams, and we got, you know, whatever, 18 teams now. I, I would think they would, be, they would consider that to make sure their people are aware we are a super conference. Right? Yeah. Do you think it's possible? Well, do you have any rebranding ideas? Big 18, whatever they get to? Oh, well, I don't. No. Hey, man, you got you got to make it sound like you're big. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you rebrand. I hope somebody's thinking about that in Big 12. How do you rebrand? What? I mean, why? now, the the reason I would say why do that, because you could still add. add more teams. Yeah, well, yeah. now we're the Big 20. Yeah. Rebrand again. Right. New logos. Right. No, I think you got to do what the Big 10 did somehow. Which The Big 10 had a genius idea, right? B1G. Once you, yeah, once you consider that genius, all-encompassing. B1G? Now, that's taken. You can't take that. It's taken. Uh, Big Slim says the Big 12 flag will be replaced by the mediocre 16. I don't think it's mediocre. I'm not. I don't subscribe to that. I don't think, you know, you really, once again, okay, I'm what, sorry. What, once I, again, what? A haughty Nebraska fan. It's over not here. haughty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's haughty when you turn your nose up at BYU in Cincinnati. <laughs> Okay, when they would beat you right now, they would beat you right now. But they are still there. They have been group of five teams for a long time. They have their chance at the at Power Five. Congratulations, well, BYU and Independent. Yes, but Cincinnati was group of five. Yeah, UCF, Houston. You have some trouble wrestling with Houston right now. I understand that. I mean, I'm not trying to put Nebraska in, in a in a game against them right now. I'm just saying those brands for a long time have not been Power Five. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you I, lost Texas and Oklahoma. I'm a blue, and you, you could, and you gained UCF, Houston, Cincinnati. Schools you, are pretty you could, good. You could hammer me right now, and I can't believe you're. you're not yeah, you're a blue blood right, guy. I mean, right, come on, you're the right. one that was talking about. The, what, are you, what are you waiting for? If Texas, Oklahoma, that's like Michigan, Ohio State leaving the Big Ten, or same for USC, right. UCLA. Same thing. Yeah, what are Mr. You blue blood for? is yeah. is backing up the group of fives. Well, and independent. I'm backing up. What's the, going on today? Yeah, I'm packing up the big. You, I'm, I had that coming. I'm backing up the Big 12. And and I think the Big 12 is positioned in okay. It's not going to be the SEC or Big 10 or whatever those con- however those conferences rebrand themselves. How would you have responded? Put put the Big 10 in their shoes now. What if the Big 10 had lost Michigan Ohio State and replaced them with Cincinnati and BYU? Well, how how would you take that? Cataclysmic. It would be cataclysmic. But it's not a big deal for the Big 12. No, it's big. It's huge. That I means gigantic. It's gargantuan. You cannot, it's you a game just, changer. You cannot take away the effect of what, what those two schools leaving the conference is going to do. Before, before we get to, to Vince. No, you're right. Before we get to Vince, another topic. 
at Big 12 Media Days will be quarterbacks. Four programs brought in potentially game-changing transfers. How big of a topic will Adrian Martinez be? Uh, Pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who else will be a big topic is JT Daniels. JT Daniels, the former five-star prospect, taking over at West Virginia. West Virginia, that's right. How about that? JT Daniels. But, yeah, Adrian, I don't know if Adrian's – I don't know who Kansas State's taken. Um you don't, you don't think they take him at all? I don't know. Take him to Big 12 Media mm. Days? I don't know. I, I don't know. Would you? I, I think if he's your presumed starter, then you take him. This is a guy that's he's a pretty big name in college football. Um, Dylan Gabriel is joining the Sooners. Yeah. Transfer. Sure. Um, he'll be there. You assume Spencer Sanders is you there know, from Oklahoma know, State? You know another discussion we can have either today or sometime? You know what I'd like to ask you? Vince can weigh in on this. If you were running a program, if you were an AD and, and were tasked with finding a coach, would you lean toward a defensive-minded coach or an offensive-minded coach? You don't have to answer if you're not ready. Does it depend on what you've been doing for a program? Sure. That's how I'd answer it then. I think you, if it hasn't worked with defense, then I think you go to offense. I don't know. I don't I, I think you can do better than that for an answer. I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. <laughs> let, me just, let me do a, a, a day of research okay. here. Let's get a call from Vince on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, Vince. Good, Vince. And you? Uh, good. Well, now you guys are debating: Can you be more obnoxious? Well, I can take care of the obnoxious part at least at the end of at least the at least in the customary fashion that I do at the end of the phone call. Okay, that will, uh, that's not obnoxious. I like that. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I do. I, hey, I, I love it. I, I, I love it. You, you consider it the norm as opposed to being obnoxious. I love that. <laughs> we invite <laughs> we, <laughs> we invite obnoxious too, though. So. Well, uh, well, well, well hey, well, hey, I'm all good with that because you know what? I, I don't make any New Year's resolutions. I mean, the only New Year's resolution I make is I'm going to be the same nut job you knew last year. <laughs> What's on your mind? <laughs> yeah, Vince. What's on your mind this morning in California? Let's see. Well, um, now, as far as the question you just, as far as the question that you guys just addressed, uh, is it better to get an offensive mind or a defensive mind? I mean. I've always been a firm believer that you can win with either one because there's evidence that you can win with either one. History has shown yep. that you can. Yep. Um, the key is whatever your specialty is, you just have you, you know you you have to know that a you're the the coach of the entire football team, and also whatever your specialty is is not on the opposite side of the ball. For instance, if you're an offensive mind, the key is. Go out and get a great defensive mind that you trust and let them do their thing. But the one thing that I will say is this. Okay. Getting an offensive mind is more sellable to your fan base. Oh, okay. I buy that, Vince. It can. It that. is. Yeah. Okay. It is. But, um, but, as, you know, but as far as the other items that you were talking about, I mean, as far as, you know, Lincoln Riley, you know, leaving Oklahoma, I think it's more reflective of the fact that, you know, he saw, he saw what was coming down the road. You know, because, okay, and the opportunity at UCLA opened up. Because in the SEC, at best, and I'm talking at best, he's going to be the third best team in that conference behind 
Alabama, Georgia. And, and the thing is, there's other programs, too, like, okay, LSU and Florida have been down lately, but that's not going to stay that way for very long. Even schools like, say, your Kentuckys, you know, your, yeah. you know, your old misses and your Mississippi states, yeah. they've risen up, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, so, so there's a lot fewer soft, there would have been a lot fewer softer landing spots for him, you know, in the SEC. Whereas if the PAC 12 had stayed the same way, meaning USC staying in the PAC 12, well, your biggest hurdle is Oregon and really your only very significant hurdle. Um, and plus in LA, He's going to drive by more. He's going to drive by more great athletes in Los Angeles than he in one day than he would have in Norman, Oklahoma for in Norman, Oklahoma. You know, for for about a week. But I think what all of this conference realignment talk does, mm-hmm. I think what what it further does is that it regionalizes college football. Now it kind of always has been that way, mm-hmm. but now it's making it to where it's no pretense because. College football is the biggest in the Midwest and in the South, you know, and whereas whereas out here, with the exception of, you know, USC, because if you go down to L.A., USC football is big, is a bigger deal than the Rams. But the fact of the matter is, L.A. is always going to be a Lakers and Dodgers town. Okay. But, you know, and, and then lately, and then lately, as in within the last 20 years or so, you know, um, Oregon – Oregon has definitely become, you know, a lot, you know, definitely a much, you know, a much, much bigger deal out here. But again, you know, but again, those are your outliers. I mean, you go to, you go to the Northeast, um, the only school that you would probably put in that category is say Penn state as far as their particular marketplace. Hmm. But it's, but, uh, the other item that you guys were talking about is Oklahoma and the lack of, uh, you know, and the lack of all Americans and, you know, all conference material that they've had, you know, uh, compared to prior years. And so there's no doubt about it that that game definitely represents a much more gettable contest for Nebraska, much like it was last year, you know, except for the fact that, you know, we defecated all over ourselves well, in that easy, game. Easy there, but, sport. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, tell me I'm wrong, you know, but uh, – but at the same time, you know, it is much more gettable because realistically, we should be three and zero going into that game. But I'll tell you one thing. Oh guys. yeah, please do. You know, from the start of the game in Ireland, all the way to game twelve to thirteen to fourteen, and that includes game number four against Oklahoma. You take one approach what? to whoever you're playing. Yes. If we can't get along, we might as well get it all. <laughs> Okay, Vince. Thank you, Vince. Thank you for getting that out. All right. I, thank you, Vince. Yes. Now go have a Build good day. He's, he's going to drive his truck in Northern Cal- California, <laughs> and he can think about this. I think he yells while he's out in the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. The I, want, I want you to think about this defensive-offensive coach thing. Two best teams in America right now have what? Defensive coaches, right? Two best teams in America. Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, that's true. Two yep. best programs yep. in America. Correct. Two defensive okay. coaches. Okay. Okay. Then it gets, but then it gets tricky. It goes back and forth. Ryan Ra- Day's Ryan offense. Day offense. Offense. Clemson offense. Offense. Yep. Texas A and M offense. Michigan offense. It's not going back and forth. Whittingham though, 
defense. You think so? Wi- yeah. Kyle Willing- Whittingham. Whittingham's defense? Yeah, he's still, sure yeah, defense? yeah, he's for sure defense. Okay. Right. Marcus Freeman defense. Yep. Gundy offense. Yep. Venables defense. Crystal ball. Offense. Offense. Oregon. Lanning. Defense. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. Dave Aranda. Defense. Mm-hmm. Arkansas. Offense. NC State. Offense. Wisconsin. Offense. Ole Miss. Offense. Wake Forest. Offense. It's So it's not it's not cut and dry. The, but the two best. The two clear best. Right? The two clear best are, are defense. defensive guys. But it goes, if you notice, it goes back and forthish with maybe a little slant in the top 20 toward offense, right? Yeah. So I think it's yeah, an interesting first, discussion. Yeah, the top 10 outside of Alabama, Georgia, yeah, it seems like there's more offense than defense. Yeah, there. but the big two right now are defense. defense. The big two are defense. But, I think, but like, as Vince said, though, if you're to a, to a fan base, it, it – an offensive-minded coach seems more sellable, doesn't it? I guess if that's what I you're after. I agree with that. Yeah, if that's what you're after, I'm after championship. However, however, after Nebraska's defense was horrendous in 07, Bo Pelini was a fresh mind, a fresh mm-hmm. guy because he was a defensive-minded coach. Uh-huh. And it worked. He, he, he made that defense really good for several years. There is a mind that defensive coaches have a better big-picture big picture bent to them that they marry the three things together better the three elements offense defense special teams whereas some offensive coaches just give me the damn ball and we'll take we'll just gonna outscore you all right and remember early in frost frost tenure here you know you know what it what what eric chenander always used to say my job is to get the ball to the offense Mm -hmm. Because that's where we're gonna that's where we're gonna butter our bread. Didn't really work, right? No. They've had to change that. You don't hear that anymore. No. Because that can't be that. It can't be that way. Uh, by the way, people are at, people are confirming. Many people are confirming. Adrian Martinez will be at media days along with Deuce Vaughn, Daniel Green, and Eli Huggins. Four players for Kansas State, including. Adrian Martinez will be there tomorrow and Wednesday in Arlington. Well, he's Thursday. very good in those settings. Yes, he is very good. Man, man, I'm I, sure we'll have some some quotes from that. Boy. Well, here's Address. what I would wonder: Will any of the Nebraska media corps be there? I hope not. I did. That'd be weird. <laughs> like, come on, just move on. This read, is a weird place. Read the quotes that have been put out there or the audio, and just live with that. You don't need to be there. <laughs> you sure? Go to Indianapolis. Are you sure nobody will just be there? Just go to Indy, you weirdo. <laughs> I'm sure nobody will be there. Yeah, I'm sure someone will try to get a trip to Dallas out of it. I don't think so. You know, you're probably right. You never right. know. You never know. Our next guest, I see him. He's here. Paul Klempa, Nebraska women's bowling coach, joins us in studio <laughs> to see wherever this goes. I love it. <laughs> next, an early break on the ticket. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. 
Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.